Hello and welcome to episode 125 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? Good man, good. The uh, end of of the year is nearly with us. I know, I can't believe it. This is the final regular show of 2018. Um, The big one's next. Yes, the big one will be next week. Our sort of best of special where we're going to somehow have to pick our top 10 favorite horror movies of the year. I'm already Um, excited about it. Yeah, I cannot wait. It's going to be a good time. Um, But first, we have the little job of talking about a movie called Leprechaun Returns. Um, Mm. We kicked off 2018 with the return of The Creeper. And of course, well, there's no better way to end. Exactly. There's no better way to end the year than the return of the boy, the Leprechaun. Um, So yeah, I can't wait to talk about this movie. Will Um, we be talking about it next week as well? Fingers crossed. Um, But yeah, there's there's some news here. There's quite quite some interesting stuff, really. Um, A couple of trailers dropped. Um, Start with a couple of quotes, really, about a a couple of remakes. Um, One that we are excited for and one that we're not. And I know I promised not to talk about one of them, but I feel like it is... (laughs) worthy this time um but we'll start with the one which we are looking forward to which again is ways off which is the Candyman one um basically tony todd has been quoted and i just thought it was interesting to hear his take <laughs> on it um it's pretty much what you'd expect really um so yeah i'll just read you a few of his quotes but he doesn't sound too salty which is great um <laughs> always a start he says, uh, I have mixed feelings because I thought they were going to make this around 15 years ago. Um, if this had been 10 years ago when I heard the news, I would have been devastated. I would have fought against it. Now I'm in a different place. Um, he also goes on to say, I've got so many other options that even if they make it without me, which I doubt, the attention the new movie will create <laughs> will lead fantastic. folks back to the original film because people like to see the source material. Um, yeah, I know. That, that that line was just funny. Um, yeah. He's like, yeah, I'll obviously be in it. Um <laughs> I hate to break it to you, Tony. I'll be extremely surprised if you were in this movie. <laughs> I'd be shocked. Yeah. I mean, um, if he's in it, he's in it for less than 10 seconds. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's already getting ready. Like, he's like, this is my this is my return. This is my big screen return as Candyman. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was interesting. Tony Todd does not play Candyman. No. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I thought this was quite interesting, really, just to see his take on it, because I, I didn't mm. know if he'd already be quoted on it, because, you know, it's so far away. Um, yeah. You know, he, he obviously has to get his little line in there, of like, oh, well, I've got so many other options, you know, that I don't mm. really need the movie. And it's like, yeah, yeah that's it fine. It sounded a little bit like an interview, like uh, like a, a job interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Not, not a... Not a um normal interview yeah i mean it must be weird for him though right yeah. like obviously this is his role um it'll always be his role regardless of the yeah, success definitely. of the new movie oh, and... i would not be upset to see you know if, if he was cast as it i'd be like oh that's fine like he's mm. can like he is candy man like yeah it will know. be weird that will be the weirdest part of that we always spoke mm. about it with obviously with robert england um <laughs> and, and obviously trying to recast freddy um and i to right now i can't picture someone else playing Candyman, but nice. you know, we shall see um it'll be interesting it's in very safe I mean, if the right name gets dropped for the role though who knows you know michael b jordan i now no longer see robert england as freddy krueger i just see <laughs> richard so <you> know. <laughs> um yeah and then this next one is uh about uh, obviously a movie that we're not excited for which is child's play <laughs> remake um but yeah, womp, womp. I kind of broke my rule to talk about this because obviously um, uh, Don Mancini uh, has been talking about it um, <laughs> kind of in depth. And I thought what he said was really interesting. So that's kind of why I um, picked right, this. Yeah, so, I didn't see this. Yeah, so I'll, I'll just pull out a few of the quotes here. Definitely check this one out. Um, just look it up, like his recent feelings on the remake. Um, 
But he basically explained that, you know, MGN retained the rights to the first movie, so that's why they're rebooting it. Um, he said that they asked uh, producer David Kirshner and, and him um, if they wanted to be executive producers. Uh, we said, no, thank you, because we have our ongoing thriving business with Chucky. Obviously, my feelings were hurt. Um, I just done two movies. Forgive me if I sound defensive. They were both at 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, even though they didn't get theatrical releases, they were well regarded. And I did create the character and nurture the franchise for three fucking decades. Um, he goes on to say... Um, uh, so when someone says, oh, yeah, we'd love to have your name on the film, it was hard not to feel like I was being patronized. Um, they just wanted our approval, which I absolutely denied them. Uh, I hesitate to say too much about it because I don't want to sound like I'm bellyaching too much. Um, but he basically goes on to say that there was like obviously the legal loophole that has allowed them to kind of swoop in and create their own version. Um, and, yeah, he's basically saying that, like, you know, he's he's obviously against it. And, and the, he also goes on to obviously talk about the fact that they are still continuing Chucky. You know, they have the yeah. TV show. He has ideas that's, for that's sequels. What, um, that's what feels gross about it, mm. um, to be honest. Because, you know, th- there have been creators of things that have outwardly kind of got frustrated with remakes or sequels or whatever Mm. you know i mean my god you know stephen king has you know been negative towards the shining you know but it's a very different thing than this Mm. like this really does feel well it it does feel gross that they've just kind of like got this name and this kind of you know rights to part of a franchise and they're trying to like just like slice off the parts that they can and like oh well it's not cheating if we say that you know it's almost um it's almost like having a search engine in your film and calling it like frugal instead of google like it's just (laughs) it's just wrong yeah um it is like you say it just feels so insidious because like even mm. in most of these cases with remakes you know if it is like an old movie uh, a well-regarded movie you know it's not going to change the fact if you remake it like 30 years on but mm. this is very different this is an ongoing thing that they are affecting mm. um that's kind of what he says as well just uh, the kind of end quote where he basically says um they don't know how they're going to affect my livelihood. It's not just a paycheck. It's very personal. And then they're screwing with that potentially. And yeah, it's hundred percent right. You know, this could affect like going forward. Like it would, it will confuse a lot of audience people. You know, the people that aren't switched on like us mm. or, or listen to the show. What do you think? They're going to be know, like, what is this film? They're yeah. Like his last two, his last two movies, like he said, hasn't, haven't hit the cinemas. If this one now hits cinemas, which it like, will definitely. People are going to think this is the first movie. This is the next after seed. Mm. you know potentially um it's just kind of yeah it, it, it is just it just doesn't feel right you know mm. i wonder i wonder how i feel when actually things start to surface and we actually see what this movie looks like because at the end of the day i'm not like criticizing the people making the movie you know the, the the actors and everyone else involved and like i have mm. you know i don't know what the product looks like it's just i don't like the 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 egg that it's hatched from already you know i think it's just you started from a really horrible place yeah, it's 100%. It's the production companies that are making it. It's the people that are signing off the checks. It's not the craze involved at all. Um, yeah. But yeah, we shall see on that one. Um, this next story, I literally just saw this before the show. Is this exciting? Um, nice. Michael Gross has signed on for Tremor 7. That's that yeah. whole new story. Um, <laughs> he also says to look forward to it in 2019. Get in. I mean... Another Tremors movie. Come on. I mean, of course he signed on for Tremor 7. <laughs> I mean, you could have thrown any number in there and, you know, he, he will make Tremors movies until the day he dies. Mm-hmm. Yes, like, is Michael still kicking? Hell yeah, then make yeah. another Tremors movie. Yeah, they Why might not? even weekend at Bernie's him. Like, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I really hope so. Um... 
but yeah that's awesome um what was um what's like the record for like the most like reprised role in film history obviously oh, like uh, like uh, um iron man w- was up there for like i wonder and like wolverine i wonder if yeah. like i wonder if <laughs> i think they're way above and, seven like, yeah but i mean he's not done yet yeah but either of those other people you mentioned, like, or I like, guess kind of maybe, but who knows? Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, Bert, Bert could be, he could be top five. Mm. I'm sure there's something that, like, <laughs> I mean, even like the Harry Potter films, there's like loads of them. So, damn like, it. Yeah. There's, God damn it. There's eight of them. Um, but yeah, that was just, I don't, even, <laughs> I don't have anything to add to that. I just saw that and was like, oh, that's funny. They're making another Tremors movie. <laughs> yeah. I somewhat enjoyed that last one. Um, this next one is pretty cool. We talked about it a few weeks ago how um, Peter Jackson was talking about how he wanted to kind of restore a lot of his old movies. Oh, that's so cool. Um, basically, just a small update. He's kind of confirmed it that they are definitely doing it, um, restoring it to 4K with his sort of in-house uh, digital effects team at Weta, which is like his workshop in New Zealand. Um, really famous sort of special effects uh, house. I was going to say, you got to trust those guys. Yeah, exactly. And, fantastic um, work. He basically just said uh, they'd done some tests on Brain Dead, uh, where we took the 16mm uh, negative and put it through our restoration, and it looks fantastic. Um, and I'm pretty keen to get it out there. Uh, that's sort of my plan for now, to do a nice box set, so the early years. Um, so it'd be Bad Taste as well, uh, Brain Dead, um, Meet the Feebles, which I've not really heard of before, mm. and Heavenly Creatures. Um, so kind of like put those four together. And, and he also talks about how they've got like hours and hours of footage that they shot that was a bit like, that i thought was of. fascinating like he was saying in particular like the brain dead stuff he's like yeah he said like he's got like an it was an outrageous amount of hours he's 50 to 60 hours of, us, yeah. of filming brain dead yeah <laughs> which no one's ever edited before yeah, that's fantastic um, yeah, this is great, man. Like, if you slap these all together in a box set, you know, that, that this sounds all all great to me. Um, yeah. Yes, we will be yeah. buying it day yeah, one just, for sure. Just, you know, get in bed with Arrow for your distribution. Yeah. I, don't th- I don't think they need it, but, like, it would no, always they be don't. positive. They don't. Um, so, yeah, just another one as well. Um, this is kind of like an update on a movie that we're very excited to see, and unfortunately we haven't been able to catch sort of in this month, um, which is The House That Jack Built. Mm. Um yeah, the the release of this one's a bit weird because it's supposedly getting a on-demand release sometime this month. Um, but there's been kind of a lot of hoo-ha surrounding this movie where basically it got screened at a premiere um, somewhere in the US. And uh, they basically... So there's an MPAA version, which has been cut for rated R release. Mm. Um, but apparently the screening, which went ahead, was the director's cut version. Nice. Um, yeah. So they kind of, they screened this, unra- this unrated version, which is like, I think it's illegal. Um, and That's so amazing. it's basically got them in hot water with the MPAA. They're now going to have to have this ongoing thing. And uh, it's really frustrating yeah. because it's definitely yeah. going to delay this movie a lot. Um also, in in kind of the the the, the midst of all of this, and it must have been on purpose. The movie just kind of went up on YouTube for a night, which um, is crazy. <laughs> where you could just buy it, and it said that it was the rated R version. But the people who who did buy it and watched it was like, "This is the director's cut," because they could tell by how long it was. Um, so that might be oh, so circling around. Oh, so it wasn't an illegal. YouTube no, no, no. It was like you could was... actually buy it on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Hmm. That's, yeah, that's worse for the <laughs> yeah. for the outcome of actually being able to see this film now. Now it's disappeared because they're going to be in way more trouble than that. Yeah, exactly. I was under the impression it was like an illegal kind of you know whatever version that just leaked. But yeah, I mean, how yeah, does that happen? Like, <laughs> yeah, so it's a shame because we're very excited to check out this movie. Oh, um, yeah. 
It's I some really want to see around. that unrated version as well. Yeah, that's the thing as well. Like, I kind of want to wait until we can see the proper version. Um, because I heard that it did get very, very heavily cut from from the initial showings at the festivals. Um, so some people are floating around June now potentially, which oh, that sucks if we've got to wait Crazy. till June. But you know, we'll wait because we want to see this movie. It, yeah. Like if we can somehow get like a, a cinema release for this one as well, it'd be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um. But yeah, we can keep praying for that. Right, first twenty nineteen. Yeah, who knows if we can wait till August. Um, and then yeah, just I guess to end this off, uh, there was a couple of trailers uh, that released in the last week, um, which I know a lot of people will be talking about online. Um, the first one, kind of when I saw it floating around on the internet uh, initially, um, which is Brightburn. Um, mm. I was like, oh, what is this? I don't really know. And then I was like, oh, yeah, this is the movie that we've totally mentioned multiple times on the show. Yeah. It just didn't have we a title. Didn't know the name. <laughs> yeah, so so this is the movie, the James Gunn produced horror movie, um, mm. which we kind of talked about a few weeks ago, how he was initially going to be at Comic-Con and was going to talk about it for the first time. And then obviously all that stuff happened where he got sort of sacked by Marvel um, and, and it kind of disappeared. And then this is just kind of like low-key released, this trailer, really, mm. um, with his name still attached. But obviously he's not directing or anything. And um, yeah, the trailer's out there and, and people look at the internet's going crazy for it. I mean, did you check out the trailer? What did you think of it? I thought the trailer was great. I, I mm. thought it looked really interesting, kind of, you know, a fairly, of you know, original concept, um, something that I feel is going to be really, really interesting, kind of this connection between this, this kind of alien child and, and parents and kind of that emotional tie, but then it actually showed a little bit more of the horror elements that looked good as well. Um, I, I was a big fan. I, it's definitely jumped up my list to like something I can't wait to see. Yeah, it's um the trailer didn't like wow me. Um, I think it's because I did see the kind of reactions to it first, and everyone was going mental. And I watched it, and I was like, oh, this seems cool. Um, I was definitely just more excited anyway because of like the people attached to it. Um, the, but I also I really think the concept is really mm. cool. You know, it's, it's basically like what if Superman was a horror film? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that's basically. basically what it is, and I'm totally down for that concept. So even though the trailer didn't wow me, like I don't need to see any more footage. Like I already know I'm going to watch this movie for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like the trailer, man. I, yeah, yeah, and obviously we've seen you know James Gunn's last produced horror movie, The Belko Experiment. Yeah, it was alright, weren't it? Yeah, it was alright. It was uh, pretty sure it was high on our top ten that year. Yeah. Um, it was uh, 2016, wasn't it? In our first year. Um, mm. And then uh, the other trailer, sort of not as uh, sort of horror focused, um, is the new Godzilla trailer. Um, I can't even remember. What, do you remember what the title of this one is? It's like something really generic. God, Godzilla Reborn. King Aftermath. of Monsters. Um, so, yeah, this trailer. Um, you didn't see this one, did you? No. It's, um, no, Godzilla doesn't really, you know, I just, I'm just not bothered about it these days yeah i, I mean i remember when we i remember when we went to see the last one um mm. and like i loved the trailer so goddamn much for that movie and i was oh, so was disappointed trailer. when i saw it um because the movie just wasn't good um and again this is a pretty good trailer um which again doesn't like now i'm like oh for me <laughs> once um but it does have so many cool horror names in it which just gets me really excited um vera famiga and millie bobby brown are kind of the, the main two um but there's plenty of other sort of uh sort of faces you'd recognize in the trailer um and obviously the director as well uh, michael Do uh, doherty um of course krampus and trick-or-treat um so it's great to see him like sort of you know doing a, a sort of bigger budget movie after these very micro budget horror movies um mm. 
but yeah, like I'm I'm on the fence with this one where I'm like, like I say, Godzilla's not really our thing. Um, not sure if it'll even be something we'll particularly cover, but like I'm excited to see what Michael does because I definitely liked his previous two movies. Um, yeah, well I, I whatever happens to the goddamn Godzilla King Kong movie. That's the that next like, one. Is that the one after that? Oh, that's so the one after like that. My, uh, which is like either twenty twenty or twenty twenty one and the that's, multiverse. That's is the one that Adam Wingard's directing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So that's why it's kind of weird that like the next two we know and they're both made by horror dudes. Mm. Like that's kind of interesting. Um, It's funny because obviously like Brian Cranston was kind of like in the um, the other one, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, And then and then now we've got kind of you know uh, Millie Bobby Brown kind of playing it. They 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 seem to pick whoever's like hot and telly and shoving these. Yeah, like, I bet there's someone from Game of Thrones in this movie. There has to be, or like, I bet the oh, yeah. you know the one after it yep. is going to be starring like Khaleesi or <laughs> whatever. Yep, that boy, I've already seen him. Oh, is it? Oh, Charles Dance is in it. Yeah, I just <laughs> yeah. forgot. <laughs> Instantly, I didn't have to go far on the IMDb. Yeah, I totally. Actually, as soon as you said it, I was like, yeah, I remember seeing Charles Dance's face in that trailer. Um, yeah, yep. I just. It's a, it's a movie. Let's move I'm on. Sure. Yeah, let's move on. I mean, that that's pretty much it for the news. There was a lot this week. Um, mm. But yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. But I mean, we can't delay anymore. We, we've got to talk about the, the big movie this week. Let's do it. Let's talk about Leprechaun Returns. So where, where do we start with the synopsis for this very complicated and in-depth movie? I don't even know, man. I, I feel like this as like a rare inception. treat. Yeah, I feel like as a rare treat, it's the last show of the year or last kind of film of the year we're reviewing and your mm. history of Leprechaun. I mean, take, <laughs> take it away, man. Like, Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm so unprepared. Um, I, I mean, yeah, this is this is the return of Leprechaun, his glorious return. Um it's We've now kind had of 25 years of this. Yeah, which is insane to think about really. Um but I'm I'm kind of is this like the seventh one or the eighth seventh one? You can maybe look it up. Um, Cause I know that there was one before this without Warwick, um, which I haven't actually seen, um, but I've seen all of Warwick's ones and was like a, a big fan of the franchise. Um, and yeah, this was obviously one that was on our radar from a while ago. Kind of the, the release date got moved forward as well. Cause we didn't think we we're going to be seeing it this year. Um, kind of a sci-fi production. Um, they are they're getting sort of a lot of these smaller horror franchises we talked about in the news a few weeks ago where they were in talks to get critters um and mm. out of space um and again i think they're both perfect fits for what they're trying to do and especially what they've sort of achieved with this movie Definitely. where these are never going to be big franchises um they're never like leprechaun is never going to make like 300 million at the box office like it's just not going to happen um Similar in a Tremors movie, really, where it's like, you know, they're making it for the people that want to see these movies. I mean, a 900k budget for this... Oh, no, this is the original, my bad. I was going to say, if this is 900k, that's insane. Yeah, that's insane. Um, I would love to know the budget of this, if you can find yeah. it. Um, no, it's not there. But, um, yes, I mean, this is the return. Obviously, this is a new actor playing him for the first time. Um, mm. It's uh, Lyndon Porco uh, is, the, is the leprechaun in this movie. And um, there was one returning cast member, wasn't there, from sort of it the original indeed. leprechaun, which, yeah, I like leprechaun. I don't like leprechaun that much that I can remember <laughs> the original cast outside of, obviously, Jennifer Aniston and Warwick Davis. You're um, saying you don't remember Ozzy? No, I do not, sadly. <sighs> 
he was not one of my most memorable characters of the franchise um but yeah uh, for a synopsis this is basically i think it's the seventh is it i cannot be sure um yeah that sounds right because i'm pretty sure the fourth one was in space and then he did in then in the the hood hood, and like in the hood two is that right Okay, if it's in in the hood too, then let's throw me. I could be making that up just because I wanted there to be an in the hood too. Um, No one wanted uh, (laughs) But yeah, this is basically like the Halloween of Leprechauns. You know, it's the the canon is the first movie and this movie. Fantastic. Um, Nothing else matters. Um, Because we all know how the first movie ends. Yeah, Leprechaun gets a four-leaf clover shoved in his mouth and that's how you kill a Leprechaun. Um, Ah. And he's been stuck in his well ever since, ready to strike back. Um, and yeah, you kind of pretty much get that as the setup. Um, we we kind of assumed, and I'm still just going to take this as fact, um, as kind of our lead character is, as, like again, assumedly the, the sort of the daughter of Jennifer Aniston's character in the original. Yeah. Um, and they very loosely give you a reason as to why she's going back to this house. We we, we kind of got lost a bit in the plot very early, for, like <laughs> I did anyway. Where I was, I was about five minutes into this movie. And I was like, wait, what's going on? Why are they at this house? Who are these people? Um, but we kind of got, like, we kind of figured it out that, yeah, she's, she's going to this house to essentially renovate it with a group of, like, college friends, but they're not friends. <laughs> it's really sorority friends. It's like a new startup sorority, isn't it? That, yeah. That kinda, it's almost like the, the setup of Monsters University, I'd say. Yeah, um, and they're very kind of um, <laughs> eco-friendly. So they they're trying to create this. You know, they, they use the well to make water. They got solar panels, electricity. They're very much trying to stay off the grid, and and so that's kind of like their take on making white. clover water. Yeah, clover water, which which definitely comes in handy in this film. Um, but that's kind of their reasoning for renovating this house, and they kind of want to make it a project. So then they've got this this. I think this guy is documenting the process as well. Again, it's unclear why he's there. Um, and yeah, obviously they for go his there. Night vision, bro. Exactly, um, and for his drone. Um, but obviously, when they go there, the leprechaun he has to return, doesn't he? Um, and shenanigans man. ensue. Um, yeah, I feel like that's pretty much the synopsis of this movie. I mean, <laughs> what did you think of the glorious return of Leprechaun? Oh, I'm just, I'm just happy that like you get to see a Leprechaun movie. I'm, I'm still, like... I might watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this goddamn movie, like it's. It was it was fun. It was not as fun as I actually wanted it to be. Really? Um, yeah, like I, I definitely enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed the kills. It had some good gore and some good mm. kills in it. Um, I, I just felt like it was trying to have the charm and it had the charm at moments and then it did go on to cringe quite a bit. Mm. Um, and kind of you were still laughing because it was cringy and you're almost laughing at it instead of with it. Um, and it's just one of those things where like, especially we've watched a lot, like we've talked a lot about these kind of arrow movies that we've watched all these eighties movies. And that's what this is trying to be. And I just felt like it didn't quite have the level of charm. There's some real bad acting from (laughs) most of our main cast, really bad. Um, there were some endearing characters. I mean, definitely Ozzy is the boy. Like, mm. Ozzy was fantastic. Um, the Leprechaun was good. I enjoyed the Leprechaun. I just kind of, yeah, it just, you know, the Leprechaun's one-liners weren't really that great for me. You know, I wanted oh, him to be... come on. They weren't that great, man. Like, <laughs> like so, some of them, I was like, what are you even saying? Like, that's not a thing. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just kind of... 
I wanted to be a little bit more kind of than what it was, but I still had a good time. Like I laughed a lot and mm. you know, it, like, it had some good kills. Like I definitely enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Um, and it, it's not going to set the world on fire, but it's not trying to. And it was a fun, it was a fun hour and a half. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I like all jokes aside, obviously going into this, we kind of hyped it and, and I very much liked the films. Different. Different. Um, but it was, it was obviously all tongue in cheek because I genuinely thought this movie was going to be a piece of shit. Um, mm. and so I like going into it, that's exactly what I expected. And then the fact that I did actually enjoy this movie, I'm really shocked. Um, I actually thought they nailed like a lot of things that I wasn't expecting. Um, and I definitely agree with like pretty much everything you said really where, tonally that the humor is really bizarre because like you say there are there are 100 percent moments where you're laughing with the movie um mm. they want you to laugh either with a with a splatter kill or a funny one-liner or something leprechaun does um but then like you say there are other moments where it really does genuinely feel like you're laughing at it um, yeah it, it feels hard. it feels like it really does it feels like a hybrid between like those arrow movies that we've talked so much about and like a troll too you know, and it really toes the line between the two of them where I'm like, oh, this is really charming and has something about it. And then I'm like, no, this is just straight up bad. And it's like, yeah. it's a weird one. And like I say, overall, I had a great time. Like, it's just kind of like weird how it doesn't fall in either line. Yeah, but it, for me, it worked overall. Um, like, I'm glad that it was just enjoyable. Um, yeah. And yeah. I, de I definitely think um, I love the Leprechaun. Like, I thought that um, Lyndon's performance was really good. Um, yeah especially because of the fact that that is obviously my favorite thing about the franchise. Like I loved Warwick's portrayal of the character so mm. much. Um, and to the point that like I say, I think was it like Leprechaun origins? Or yeah, yeah. I think that was it. Yeah. Um, yeah. To the point that I just didn't, I remember seeing it and seeing the, the new Leprechaun and was just like, I don't even need to see this movie. Um, whereas, yeah, I thought he was really, really good. And, definitely the thing that shocked me and surprised me the most was like i was expecting like cheap tv level deaths mm. um and and obviously tv level deaths is a bit of a ridiculous thing to say nowadays because like tv is phenomenal like obviously ash vs evil dead has amazing deaths and, and obviously the netflix yeah, stuff well, is I very high quality to say like sci-fi movie you know that sci-fi have done a lot of these sorts of things yeah you know, like the sharknado movies and that sort of thing and like the level of cheese you're going for and i really feel like this was a you know a step up from that and kind of I do. It, it makes me it makes me really excited because because i have much more of a love for for critters than i do leprechaun mm. but like it makes me real really excited to see what they could do with critters 100 percent, because yeah i think the deaths were really good like Ooh. they were honestly some of the best we've seen this year um there was a really good variety um they they it wasn't always just the same thing it wasn't either just leprechaun using like a mystical spell or it wasn't always like a weird trap it was a cool variety of like here's a shocking death here's a flat out funny death here's like a more slapstick death here's a more serious death and i thought they all pretty much worked um and there was a, there was at least one or two where i was like this is really like there was one in particular that i literally was like like, oh like when it happened like it was really visceral um and really unexpected kind of how brutal it was and how much they showed everything um it was a movie that i was expe half expecting them to just always cut away from the action at the good part yeah, yeah. um and they never did that it, it never shied away um no it gave us what we got in puppet master which is exactly yeah. what i want from these sorts of movies definitely you know? i i could definitely consider it on a, on a very similar level to that movie yeah. um yeah and and yeah like overall i was just it was what i wanted it, it gave mm. me it didn't overstay its welcome it was about just over 80 minutes and it had a fun time i enjoyed the lead performance definitely some of the characters were atrocious um but the, the thing that this movie does well um i can't remember there was something that we watched recently where was it was it hellfest where i was basically saying like they give you these atrocious characters and then they just yeah, don't do anything to them, them. 
Yeah. Um, whereas this movie is like every piece of shit gets killed in a really satisfying way, and I actually really yeah. enjoyed it to the point where I'm like, oh, that was probably intentional that you made that guy such a scumbag. Um, <laughs> and it probably was for most of the characters. Um, I think the it was. The ones that survive are probably the most tolerable characters, um, mm. may, potentially. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I just I'm really surprised. Like I, I thought I'd come on here and like jokingly like this movie, It'd be like, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> um, I'm not going to sit here and say like this is an amazing movie because it's absolutely not. But, like uh, on the I'm level just, of, I'm just like, dreading the battle I'm going to have with you next week <laughs> to not have this in our top ten now. <laughs> I mean, it's already number one. Um, but yeah, like I'm just surprised. Like yeah, man, it's definitely upgrade. <laughs> I'm I'm genuinely shocked at how much I enjoyed it, and not like in an ironic way. Um, and I'm 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 kind of shocked that you enjoyed it as well. Um, yeah, the I, only thing that was missing from our viewing of it was a load of alcohol, and then and then this would be in my conversation for movie of the year, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, because we like you say we've seen a lot of these franchises return this year. Like the mm-hmm. obviously like the Halloween stuff aside, because that's very much a big production and it's very different, but like, Oh yeah. But like you say, Jeepers Creepers, Hellraiser, all all of these, we've seen, yeah, we've seen so many of these very smaller ones come back and try and carve a little niche, you know, like the Tremors movie. Um, and, and they just fail and they just don't work. Whereas this is like definitely the best out of those, I'd say in terms Mm -hmm. of the smaller level horror franchises that have made a, you know, a comeback. Um, it's almost uh, like a, I don't really want to say that because that's probably not true. But I was going to say it's almost at like a Chucky level, but I don't know. That's, <laughs> it's probably quite far away from being as good as Chucky. Um, behave, man. I mean, <laughs> uh, Leprechaun Returns or uh, Puppet Master. What's your pick? Well, well, in terms of what? Well, I mean, I I think I would watch this again before I'd watch that movie purely just because of the fact that, like I said at the time when we reviewed that movie, was like it had an amazing part of the movie which like definitely left me satisfied and again like puppet master they gave me what i wanted it was just like the first 45 minutes of that movie was like painful whereas like this movie kind of got going fairly quickly um and was short whereas like puppet master was way too long and had so many scenes like the opening scene as well in puppet master was just awful um but it had some great moments like we don't have that, that's not come out on blu-ray yet has it uh, that's never coming out on blu-ray um <laughs> or in dvd yeah, they, like uh, any sort of distribution has it it was weird because that was a fangoria one yeah, wasn't it yeah I don't know. You have to have a look because I'd be surprised if that didn't get at least a somewhat big release, given the, the kind of the Fangoria. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, certainly not in the UK anyway. No, um, I've looked for it. It's not. I mean, unless it went on demand somewhere, but it's certainly not to be at a, a physical release in the UK. Yeah, that, that that's such a weird one. That movie because it is definitely mm. one of the few movies this year where I'd be like, I I guess Mandy would be the other one where it's like I would love to just watch the second half of Mandy again. Yeah. And I would love to watch the middle third of Puppet Master again. Yeah, um, that's all I want to do. I just want to throw on that like 25 minutes. Oh, because it's awesome. Like, and it's exactly what you want. Um, Sorry, anyway, but... we're, we're, we're talking about Leprechaun. <laughs> it's weird, though, because I, I do really feel like they are very similar. Mm. Um, and obviously, I think what was weird is that when, when Puppet Master came out, everyone was kind of like really hyping that movie and being like, it's the best Puppet Master by far. Um, and I don't think that's going to be the case with this movie because it's definitely not the best. No, Leprechaun. no. I feel like a lot of people have said, like, I've, I've seen, like, a few comments that have been mm. positive saying it's the best one since the original. Yeah, I mean, um, there's, there, there is some, definitely some solid sequels in there, but, like, yeah. I think it's definitely up there. Yeah, I, I, I have not a great knowledge of the Puppet Master movies. <laughs> you know, I've seen... There's 32 uh, of them. <laughs> I've seen the original, 
you know, um, but I don't have much of a memory for it. And then I just, I just remember walking in on you watching them and being like, oh, so he's in fucking space now. <laughs> and now he's rapping and i'm just yeah like, it was great yeah i feel like you know a couple of them i may have seen um but certainly not like the the space and in the hood but maybe like you know a bit, a bit of two and three here and there but but not 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 my not my favorite franchise in the world but i certainly don't have a problem with it it was just um you know it was it was great. an interesting time because it was very much in that 90s horror where horror was very much leaning into the comedy um you know freddy krueger like fully became a comedy character at that time and yeah it, it was very much like the first leprechaun he played it straight and in every other movie after that it was full-on comedy yeah it was almost like and, if freddy and chucky had a baby it would have been yeah like, oh. so that's why this movie has an interesting take because i i genuinely do think it has really good horror but then it absolutely yeah. toes the line of like decent comedy throughout as well um, yeah. and that's why i really like this portrayal of leprechaun was like, I, he was they, really I, I think you're right he did a really they did a good job of that he he wasn't just a straight up joke um no. he he was kind of intimidating at times and kind of just just uh, evil maybe mm. you know maybe not intimidating but he was evil and and it kind of you know it it was he what he was getting joy from and making jokes of made him evil and i I didn't i thought i thought he was really good like i said i just really wanted some real cheesy one-liners like we joked when we was watching it saying like can we guess the one-liner and i felt like a lot of them just kind of you know they were quite obscure things he was coming out with and i just Mm -hmm. wanted to be like almost just more in your face there were a couple of good ones though there were were a couple of good ones it was more with the deaths to be honest he seemed to like pull him out of the bag when he was having you know just like talking to someone mm. um i did enjoy the selfies that were taken with leprechaun mm. in this movie i think um it was it's such a funny like uh sign of the times now that the people would straight up do that yeah <laughs> like uh you know i i enjoyed because kind of a lot of times in these old movies um, or older movies, a character will see the leprechaun and kind of the final girl will see the leprechaun and then come run into her mm. peers and be like, oh, holy shit, I've just seen a leprechaun. And they're like, yeah, you're crazy. Like, what? Like, there's no way or whatever. Whereas in this, they just straight up like take a selfie with the leprechaun and like, look, it's on my phone. And they're like, holy shit, what? And and like that was quite a thing that I wasn't expecting. Like the, the, the kind of... Um, main cast uh, aware of leprechaun fairly early on in the movie yeah within like 30 minutes yeah and like and so then it's kind of a battle of them all versus leprechaun for like the rest of the movie which was um something a bit fresh actually as well like you know it's kind of um like i say i was expecting him just to pick them off one at a time and have these moments and maybe one character going around shouting about it and then maybe like the final three figure out that leprechaun's real um Mm. so yeah it was it was kind of a well done take i thought like you know in the world we're in in 2018 you know they didn't pretend like mobile phones didn't exist or do anything cheesy with that they just straight up took a selfie with leprechaun uh yeah well played like i I definitely think i I agree with you and it's worth knowing like we need to give this movie credit for its pacing because that's such a huge problem we say with so many of these movies and um the fact that this is 80 minutes and it doesn't stay it's welcome and and it pretty much uses every part of it like there's there's a there's a fair there's like a tiny little lull i remember mm. where i was kind of it, yeah. it lost me for like but five you, to ten minutes um, you know you you made you make the good point with kind of puppet master where i really liked puppet master but only that 
you know the, the really awesome stuff that happens mm. and the ending wasn't great but you know the movie ended so fine like but the opening half an hour of that movie i do yeah. not ever want to watch again That's whereas painful. this one just straight up gets going um you know we straight up get aussie in like the opening scene so mm. like that's all i needed yeah, and all those interactions were really fun. Um, and yeah, yeah, it really get like straight away gets to like, right, we're going here. Here's the leprechaun, right? He's returned within five to ten minutes. Like they're not they're not teasing it. They're not always like whispering or seeing him in the back of a shot for half an hour. Like they really, like I say, they get to it, and then they get to the point of leprechaun has seen everyone in the house. He's stalking them sometimes alone, sometimes as a group, which, like I say, is really refreshing because you don't really see that in horror movies. Um, no. It is always a case of like, I need to get these characters alone. He's just having a good time, man. Yeah, he just wants his gold. Exactly, he just wants his gold. That's all he wants, and that's why I like yeah. Leprechaun. He's a simple man. You can understand him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he this was he was just right. trying to right a wrong. Exactly. They shouldn't have stolen his gold. Twenty five years. Know this at this point, like, you know. Yeah, you don't steal his gold, and you'll be fine. He'll just be your mate. He'll let you take a selfie. Yeah. Um, he'll let you drink his clover juice or whatever it was. <laughs> no, there um, was there was no clover juice, man. Like, no. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, uh, yeah. I, and I really enjoyed the finale as well. Like, it's obviously with a movie like this, um, they can kind of knock it out of the park for a lot of it and, and give you an entertaining movie. But if it just goes like off a cliff, like, wah, wah, in the last 10 minutes, it can really put a, a downer on it. And, it. and it was like a throwback to me. Like, I really liked how they kind of came up with this ridiculous plan to take down a leprechaun. And then he obviously returns for the one final moment. Like, it was very much the, the 90s slasher playbook like like rule for rule that they were using and i really enjoyed it um and we haven't seen a movie like that for a very long time um and yeah just just left me satisfied it's nice to see a horror movie that's just like exactly what you wanted really um so yeah i mean what's your recommendation for this one oh yeah man straight up i think you need to watch this definitely drunk or whilst drinking (laughs) or take a shot every time leprechaun says a (laughs) one-liner oh god um but either way, you know, this movie and alcohol, you're in for a great time. This mm. movie without alcohol, you're still in for a pretty good time. Like, uh, I, I dig this movie. Like, uh, definitely go check this out on demand or sci-fi or whatever you can. Mm. Yeah, I would say it's definitely not for everyone. Like, it's a movie that is obviously an acquired taste. Like, if you've ever seen any of the previous movies, then this will definitely be up your alley. Um if you've never seen a leprechaun movie and you watch this for the first time, I'd love to know what you think of it. Um, just be like, yeah. what the hell is this? Cause I'm sure it it's very different. It does an okay job of like setting things up though. Like mm. it does like the opening scene gives us kind of like, you don't need to know the or anything. Yeah, exactly. And they do a good job of like explaining, Oh, my mom had this run in and we thought she was crazy. <laughs> and you know, obviously Aussie just is the glue that holds it all together. um so like it does a good job for someone that's like only really somewhat aware of the franchise and seen bits you know bits and pieces like you know managed to pick it up you know straight away really so you know credit to it for that as well yeah there there was also a really i don't want to spoil it but there was like a really cool um slash weird slash funny sort of reference (laughs) to the original movie um which really caught me off guard and i was genuinely laughing at it because i was like wow you actually went for this and it kind of works in a really weird way Mm. um so yeah this this movie was great like it was so much better than i actually expected so shout out to to everyone who made it um the director um steven kazansky um we actually covered one of his movies before um he was one of the co-directors on the void um which was a very beloved movie um i think we kind of was okay on that movie um and yeah this is kind of has been his movie after it so i don't really know what he's doing next but hey give him critters why not um 
But yeah, that was our review of Leprechaun Returns. Uh, we will take a short break and we will be right back. So yeah, we do have uh, one question on Twitter this week. Uh, of course, you can always hit us up on Twitter at shbpod. Um, this one is to do with Leprechaun. We pretty much already answered this, but we can kind of just sort of talk about it again. Um, uh, so uh, Cody uh, S. Skadra uh, says, uh, I understand it's new, but the storyline towards the end got a little crazy. Um, <laughs> is this movie a remake of one or or, or a sequel? Um, yeah, we kind of just discussed it really, but it is, it is very much a, a, just a sequel to the original. Um, yeah. So yeah, it is the Halloween effect? You know, it's it's the first movie happened. None yeah, of the other he, ones. He happened. has never to... been to space. No, <laughs> he's never wrapped. He's never been in space. Oh, um, he's or any of that stuff. Yeah, he's still wrapped. Le- Leprechaun always wraps. Yeah, with his with his good old limericks. Um, and yeah, like I say, you you don't have to see the original either. Like it will definitely be more satisfying. Um, mm. knowing like the story, but like so, you just need to know that there's a leprechaun, and if you take his gold, he's gonna come after you. Yeah. and that's it. That's all you need to and know. He bears a grudge, man. Like he does. 25 years, and if you're gone, he's just going to go after your siblings. Like, exactly. Don't, don't steal his gold. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, thanks for that one. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it, really. Um, there was, I, I did uh, talk about it a couple of weeks ago where I picked up those new um, John Carpenter Blu rays. Um, and I already talked oh, yeah. about They Live, which I already watched and just absolutely love that movie still. Um, so, I watched the other one that I picked up, uh, Escape from New York, um, and then immediately had to watch Escape from LA afterwards as well. Um, it's really funny these movies. I don't know if you remember, but we watched Escape from LA um, yeah. way before we saw New York, yeah. and we saw it v- like I remember seeing that movie extremely young, um, and thinking like this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah and I having, remember that, and and having such strong memories of it, and then obviously growing up and being like, oh, it's a sequel, and then being like, oh, everyone loves the original but hates the sequel. That's weird. Um, mm. And yeah, watching those two movies like now with like an adult eye is really interesting um, because they really are night and day in terms of quality. Um, like I still have an enjoyment for LA um, and there are certainly parts of it. And like, I really like Steve Buscemi in it. Um, but man, New York is just a million times better. Like overall. Um, what? Yeah. You, it's weird, man. <laughs> like, cause I never thought I'd say it either, but you watch them now and you're just like, man, what were they like? John Carpenter is definitely a dude that when he had a limited budget, like he knew how to get everything out of that. Um, I would kind of put him in this like with Wes as well, really, where when they had these bigger productions and, and kind of it, shit got a bit out of hand, it was a bit harder for them con- to contain it all. Um, because Escape from LA is like such a CGI fest and it just obviously it's early 90s CGI, which just doesn't hold up at all. Mm. Um, whereas obviously like Escape from New York, like they were just they were limited to such a budget and like they were so grounded in what they were trying to make and it still looks good today like all these years later and it's it's, it's just weird that those movies definitely much like video Crazy. games of that era just haven't aged well um but yeah i still enjoy them both back to back and yeah escape from new york is just awesome and, and kind of very much on a john carpenter slash kurt russell kick at the minute um <laughs> which is always a great place to be in your life i think um so yeah, yeah. i've kind of I've picked up because there's I mean, Arrow doing oh, a big sale Christ, at the minute. I know what you're going to start watching. What's that? You're, you're only you're, you're very close. I mean, with Kurt Russell. Well, what you mean, my favorite movie of all time? Yeah. 
I mean, I watch that on a weekly basis anyway, so that yeah. doesn't need to be discussed. But okay. um, no, I, I picked up on the on the Arrow sale that's going on right now. Obviously, the thing, um, mm. which I, I just I haven't seen in so goddamn long, and I'm so excited to check that out because I think right now where I am, I'm just going to adore it so much. Was it um, the the full edition or was it no the no just the standard? Yeah. I don't think they have the other one in stock. <laughs> no, um, I thought that one did sell out. Because I think they only have like the most recent ones. So, like I think Last House on the Left is the only one they still have, right. and then like you can't even get Candyman. Candy I, I don't think you can get Candyman because right. um, that was after Last House. Yeah, Candyman was like Halloween. Was really recent. But like I say, I you search for Candyman on the website, it doesn't even come All up. Right. It's like it doesn't even exist. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm Maybe really glad I got a copy of that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just a regular of that. And then I've also got um, Big Trouble in Little China, which I've never seen um, and gets referenced all the time. And obviously, again, Kurt Russell, John Carpenter, like in their prime. So I'm I'm super like excited to check out both these movies. Nice, nice. Um, so yeah, I'm having a lovely time watching these old films. But um, yeah, that's, yeah that's... I've, been, I've been digging into the 80s movies as well. What have you I been watched, watching? obviously, picked up another Arrow release. You've got to watched, do it. It's got to be done. Watched uh, The Stuff. You know, oh yeah, our boy uh, Robin from the eighties yeah. horror doc. You know, kind of push. You know, it was, was like his favorite, it, kind it? of. Yeah, it was his pick for like you know his his eighties movie. So I was like, well, I, you know, Arrow have done a release for it as well. So <laughs> it was just like, well, I've got to check this out. Um, it was a fun time, man. Like, it's definitely one of those just great fun kind of you know zany eighties Arrow releases, man. Like mm. the, this, just stuff that comes out of the ground that people start drinking. <laughs> and it makes them go crazy. Sounds well, awesome. You know, what, what more do you need? It's great. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, um, it's, uh, like it has a great trailer as well that really like, it's worth right. just like, even if you're not going to like check out the film, like it has a, because they kind of like, uh, throughout the film have like really good, uh, adverts, TV adverts for the stuff because oh, it is right. the product that's being sold and people are drinking it and going crazy for it. And like, it's just a really cool trailer of like them. Like, I think I might've seen that stuff. actually. Yeah. It's, it was, it was a fun time, man. Like mm. it's, it was, it, you know, it was a good shout from Robin and, and yeah, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed my time with it. Yeah. That sounds really cool. I definitely want to see that. Um, but yeah, I mean that's pretty much it now. This is our last regular show of 2018. 2018, where did it go? I know it's crazy. I don't, I don't, we didn't see many movies. No, we really didn't. Um, it, it really—I know it's always like cliche, but it really doesn't seem that long ago when we were watching like you know Jeepers Creepers and like yeah. I remember Cloverfield Paradox being one of the big, big early ones that we were excited yeah. for, and it was a very hype show. Um, but yeah, kind of, I guess, to, to sort of give you guys a recap on a few releases, obviously we discussed at the start of the show, um, The House That Jack Built, that's obviously on our radar, mm-hmm. um, definitely want to check that out. Um, the other one, which is kind of just... Hey getting... man, don't don't preview my, you know, 2019... Well, no, 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 I'm not giving, I'm not giving anything, it's only the ones that are in December, um, because <laughs> oh, okay. obviously there's that, and then obviously the, the Netflix film Bird Box um, mm. is out on the 21st of December, which is pretty much probably going to be the week when we do like our best of stuff, so um, we'll obviously have a couple of weeks off and then we'll return in the new year so that 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 might end up being like the first movie watching 2019 who knows um because i definitely want to see that as well um and then the last thing is that it's heavily rumored that black mirror is just going to randomly drop on the 28th of december um there's been a lot of lot of signs on the internet pointing towards this i i kind of didn't want to talk about the news in case people didn't want it spoiled but kind of the end of the show just to give you a heads up that 
that might be something that we're going to be scrambling to watch at the start of the year, much <laughs> like we did last year. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if we've got all of that to look forward to in January, and then obviously there's there's the big Good releases times. coming very soon. So, yeah, it never stops. You know, it's a great time to do a horror show. It really is. Um, but, yeah, that was our last regular show. Are you, are you ready for next week? Oh, I'm buzzing. I cannot wait. I think, uh, you know, we, we've got some strong lists all around this year, like uh, mm. all of our kind of year-end categories. I can't wait to thrash it out and then uh, talk about all these great movies. I think it's a strong year. Yeah, it's going to be great. Like 2017 was insane, and I genuinely felt like, oh, there's no way 2018 pals in comparison. And I'm I'm really excited to see genuinely now, like when we weigh them head to head, kind of how it shakes up, mm-hmm. um, because it's way closer than I ever thought it would be. Um, so yeah, it's really exciting. So yeah, check out next week. Obviously, our better year ender. Uh, this was episode 125. Uh, thanks for listening as always, and we'll see you again very soon. See you later, everyone. I never could, how could I start now?